0: Crime me. I've diagnosed some people, I think it's been pretty accurate. Definitely
1: done my fair share of
0: psychiatry work. I've prescribed a few pills, you know. Crime in me. Disclaimer. 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 Disclaimer.
1: Disclaimer.
0: Disclaimer. Disclaimer.
1: We are in no way responsible for the things that come out of our mouths.
0: We are not experts. Although we may claim to be, so don't take anything that we say too literally.
1: We are not laughing at the crimes. We are laughing at each, each other.
0: other.
1: <laughs> okay. <clears throat> Hello.
0: Hello. Hello.
1: Hello. <laughs> wow, that was really embarrassing. That was I'm
0: sorry. annoying. Okay. <laughs> Hello and welcome to another week
1: of Crime and Look,
0: we've done it for eight weeks at this point. It's pretty amazing.
1: I can't believe we've held it together and done a project we've this long. we got that <laughs>
0: stick to that everyone else seems to have in spades, and we got not much we're, of we're it. it. We're
1: trying it. We got a sprinkling.
0: It. We're working it out.
1: It's not in our nature, but we're trying it.
0: <laughs> it's not. What's in our nature is to go full force for, like, a couple weeks, and then just taper out, be done. And do something else. Yeah. And then be like, why'd I ever quit that? I could be good now.
1: And it's mm. like, well. Well. Oh, well. Let's congratulate ourselves for doing something for <laughs> <We laughs> not did that it long.
0: For two months. <laughs> that's a long time, I think. It not feels... like the grander scheme of things, but <laughs> okay. no, look, it seems like a really long time with everything that's happening right now that we are. Yeah,
1: so time is going in a weird
0: way. direction. Time is funny. Timony. Oh, (laughs) crimey. Oh, Okay, that's.
1: You're gonna tell me a story. Yeah, that's. That's like, please. I'm just gonna pretend that never happened.
0: Okay, let's do a quick Hubblebee Herbal shampoo bar lip balm, good stuff. Check it out. Yeah. Done. Okay. So. Good job. I got my information for this story from an NPR article, uh, The Cut. The news and Advanced and ABC News. Hmm. Renee Bach graduated high school and didn't know what to do with her life, oh. as a lot of us get to that place. <coughs> I mean, I'm like, 33
1: and still don't know what to do with my life. Hi, so.
0: Amen. Right. <laughs> yeah. She she was always volunteering and she went on mission trips and she was like a really good Christian girl. Mm. So she like traveled around the U.S. and did her like mission stuff. Uh, her family had a farm, and they did like horse therapy. There's like a word for oh. it. I did not write it down, but they did like uh, horse therapy. So she like helped out there when she was older. She wait wait sorry. Uh huh.
1: Is this therapy for <laughs> the horses or
0: tap twice if this <laughs> seems relevant? <laughs>
1: Or is this like...
0: Cat three times if it's not safe to go there right now. (laughs) (laughs) Give me a nay if it's gone too far. No, no. You know what I mean. Horse therapy.
1: Okay, I was just checking. Just checking, yeah. Just checking.
0: I mean, I'm sure horses need therapy. I mean, they've done some shit and they've seen some shit.
1: I mean, if they're being therapists for these people...
0: Let me say this. If they get spooked so easily, they got something going on. Right? Right. That's all I'm gonna say. Okay,
1: okay. Okay. Well, you know, they're always just at the thread of glue,
0: uh, <sighs> or marshmallows. Oh, I love a
1: good hoof puff.
0: Uh-huh. Okay, so she um, volunteered a lot. She was a nanny, and she loved working with kids. So then she decided that that she wanted to work for. An orphanage. She wanted to work with orphan children. Okay. And she found a baby's home and applied to work there. Amani... Oh, wait. Sorry. Uh-huh.
1: Once again. Oh, no. What? A baby's home? Was this baby owned a home? No,
0: it was like a home for babies. It was like an orphanage. They are like babies.
1: Okay, it wasn't just a big baby that owned <laughs> a home. <laughs> okay, sorry. I still
0: to double check. No. Amani Baby Cottage...
1: Amani Baby Cottage
0: was located in Jinja, Uganda okay I think Jinja she said in in an interview later on I didn't know a lot about it initially and I didn't know anyone who had been there before but just kind of took a leap of faith and felt like that's where the Lord was calling me to go ooh so good start
1: Okay. I don't like when the Lord talks to people. It's never <clears throat> okay. Continue.
0: In September two thousand seven, Renee Bach left her home in Bedford, Virginia, okay, and flew to Uganda. She was eighteen years old, and she went alone.
1: Okay. Well, pretty brave.
0: I mean, pretty brave.
1: I will say, not comparing stories, uh-huh.
0: but <laughs> don't bring yourself into this.
1: <clears throat> not bringing myself into this, but yeah. just thinking, like literally, when I was that age. You flew off. I flew off to go live in Bolivia for a year for an exchange program, and I didn't, also worked in an first orphanage. First of all, didn't even know where Bolivia was right. on the map when they told me I was going. Well,
0: when you're eighteen and you've got that like invincibility thing, yeah. and you're just like excited to go somewhere. Yeah, yeah. And for so sure. then
1: I flew down there, and then yes, I volunteered in an orphanage. Yeah, you did. So so Twins. I'm feeling Twinsies. like I'm relating.
0: And God told you to go there.
1: God so did not. T- God had nothing to do with me going there. You guys are like, super tight. I just did not want to go to college right after high talking school.
0: Talking to the J-Man all the time.
1: Did not. Yeah. Well, well she
0: wasn't ready to be there. Yeah.
1: So I understand that. I wasn't talking to God though, but okay. I understand it. It's a safe it. space. Yeah. 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 You can yeah. admit it.
0: <laughs> I won't judge that much.
1: <laughs> oh, God.
0: So it's important to understand that at the time Jinja, I hope I'm saying that right I don't know, was a hub for American Volunteers, missionaries, and charities So they already had like a lot of White people going, Christian White people going down to like help out Uh, Okay Her flight landed late at night And her ride from the airport Was nowhere to be found So she like gets to the airport Super late and her heart just like drops Oh, back to you Back to me, Uh,
1: let's relate to (gasps) me again when I flew into Bolivia, uh-huh. I landed, there was nowhere, no one there to pick me up.
0: Uh-huh. I
1: didn't know anyone's phone numbers. I had, like, one person's email address. You didn't
0: speak any Spanish. Didn't speak any
1: Spanish. Yeah. And so I sat there with my luggage oh. for, like, two and a half hours until my host family finally came to pick me up. Oh. <laughs> okay, so I'm relating hard to this.
0: Yeah. What's happening Go now? Go ahead, relate to her. <laughs> Uh, eventually she like took a bunch of different bus and buses and like followed random people and she made her way to Jinja and she spent 10 months there working with babies. Okay. She had like bought a ticket for 10 months. She stayed the whole time. The summer of 2008, she returned to Virginia and worked at a camp as an athletic director. Uh She thought that she would only return to Uganda if it was the Lord's plan, (coughs) but not if it was her own desire.
1: Now she's hearing the Lord the Lord's like like sending out a memo, mark this off on your calendar. So
0: I'm kind of thinking that it is her desire and she's just kinda like blaming the Lord Lord? on this one. (laughs) You know? I feel like it's like an excusable thing where it's like, Well, God told me to do it when really it's like what I wanna do, but I just like can't say that you you know
1: she I mean You think that God didn't tell her to go?
0: To I mean, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to say no. Okay.
1: All right. Go ahead. Continue. Mm,
0: but maybe. So she... Okay. So by the end of the summer, it was clear that God wanted her to go. Not that Ooh. she wanted to go, but that no. God wanted her to go. She got
1: all the signs. Back to Uganda. She was like, are you sure, God? I don't know about that.
0: So then she starts looking for another job. But, like, nothing's standing out. She's like, eh, I mean, maybe I can do this. Maybe, like, that doesn't sound good. So she decided to start her own company.
1: In Uganda. In
0: Uganda, instead.
1: Okay.
0: Funded by money raised by churches in the U.S., like, affiliated to the church that she went to. <laughs> so
1: she's, far, so good. She Free started
0: money. serving his children. Uh, a This is uh, in the mission his statement. Children, like yeah, his children, like God's children. Yeah, his, capital okay. H, his okay. children.
1: Okay.
0: This is in the mission statement. A God-breathed... Non profit. God breathed nonprofit?
1: Okay, so God breathes all over this nonprofit and he so He breathed
0: it... it into existence, I'm guessing.
1: So is that a special kind of nonprofit where like
0: It's God breathed
1: They get some extra money because God breathed it.
0: Yeah, God breathed it so they get everything. They win. Okay, they, they, win. win they win everything. Win.
1: They win the game, okay.
0: And the aim was ending malnutrition in families and communities. That's good. She started by providing food to children twice a week, but then she said that malnourished children began showing up at her center once word spread around about her program.
1: Okay, they
0: would like she she said in an article she said that like mothers would bring their babies to the front gates and kind of like leave them or something. I just feel like you need to like help. This they just like brought them there maybe they were bringing them there I don't know they like brought them there to the gates and she's like I couldn't turn them away but in a different article she said that a staff member of a local children's hospital asked if she could help out with some severely malnourished children they said that the kids had been stabilized and that she just needed to feed them so that they'd get healthy and strong okay, so, yeah. so on one hand she said oh yeah the community was like bringing me these kids I couldn't turn away and on the other hand she said like doctors reached out to me and asked if I would take the children and they they like assured me that they would be like okay because malnutrition is like a very complicated medical issue or
1: or, but maybe it's not on the one hand or the other it's that the these mothers are coming up saying take these babies and then the doctors are like you can take them
0: like like both
1: no like just like telling her like take the babies that these people are are offering up to so that you can (laughs) so that you can (laughs) nourish them yeah whatever
0: i mean maybe she said that she had never seen malnutrition before and she didn't know anything about it at all. Mm-hmm. So she decided that God was telling her that she needed to do something about these like malnourished children and there's a need in the community that was not being met. So she turned her house into a center where malnourished children and their mothers could stay as they got better. Okay. She would provide food, medicine that was prescribed by doctors, education for the mothers about nutrition, and, of course, some Bible stuff smashed in there. A
1: little bit of the thumping of the Bible.
0: Yeah, she said that, like, this mother brought her baby, like, all wrapped up, and she, like, opened the blankets or whatever, and, like, this little baby had, like, this swollen belly, and its little arms were, like, so skinny, and it just, like, had, like, sunken, like, a sunken face, and she was just, like, I was, like, basically, like, I've never seen this before, this is horrifying, and I, like, God is telling me I have to, like, save these babies. really? Can't you just, like want
1: to save the babies because you mm-hmm. see a malnutrition kid. Does God
0: got a whisper in your ear? Well, he was like, like are you that? He was like, girl, get, get it on together.
1: It. <laughs> Look at it. Look at the baby. It is so malnourished.
0: Yeah, you got to save this baby.
1: What are you doing?
0: So serving his children. I think that was what it's called.
1: His children.
0: His capital H capital began treating H. malnourished children. After a quote trial period, she registered SHC with the Ugandan government as a rehabilitation center and it was up and running in early twenty ten. Lori Bach, Renee's mother, said that the first year the nonprofit cost twenty five thousand dollars to run for the entire year, and she said five years later it cost seventeen thousand dollars a month to what? run this program.
1: Because of how many people they
0: had, or what? I guess, and they were, like, feeding them, and they had to, wow. like, pay for their... I think it's like, a free center that you can go and get treated. Okay. SCH wow. was kind of a family organization. Renee's mom was the U.S. director, and her sister was in charge of marketing and social media. Renee said that the majority of the employees were Ugandans, because she believed Ugandans are capable and don't need a white savior.
1: Okay. Is this going to be like my case last week where there was no real crime?
0: I mean, there's like a, there's like a crime. There's a crime.
1: You're tricking me. How? Because I tricked you. How? Because mine barely had a crime last week. It
0: might barely have a crime. Oh. This one, okay. So uh, I thought, this is one that I thought was something. Uh-huh. And then the more research I did, I was kind of like, huh. maybe it's something else. It's I, I'm curious okay. to see what you have to say because okay. it's like, I don't know. Okay. In October of 2009, Renee's neighbor found a 10-day-old girl and gave her to Renee. What? Renee tried to find the girl's family, but the mom... Like, so she had the girl. She's trying to find the family. She finds the family, but the mom had died, like... So Renee this, had the girl, like, a f- did she find this for a few baby? months. Some woman just gave her this baby. Okay. She was looking for a few months for the mom. The mom had died within those months, and she had, like, no other family or friends, and so Renee prayed about what to do, and God told her to adopt the baby. Okay. okay, okay. She named her. She's S- like, Are you sure, God? Uh, I, yeah, but. Uh, oh, maybe. How old is she now? Like 20? Twi- She's like, like 20, 20 I think. Yeah, okay. She named her Sela, which has some kind of biblical. Sela? S A L S E L A H. Sela? Sela. Sela? Sela?
1: I like a, a nice salad
0: oh, With a side of ranch. Uh, no. <laughs> I like... <laughs> no, okay. Okay. In March 2015, they officially became family. When this article was written, it said, quote, a lover of hot chocolate and coffee... Sella just started third grade <laughs> at an international school in Uganda. She loves to go on coffee dates into the pool on Sundays what? with Renee. Sella describes her mom as interesting. End quote.
1: Okay. third. Those are actually grade. two different quotes. Loves That's, coffee. Sorry, third grade is like what, eight? Eight or nine. <laughs> drinking coffee going on coffee dates going with your on mom coffee dates with, with your mom, adopted mom whose mom is interesting
0: she's interesting okay in the summer of 2011 jackie Kramlich, Kramlich, <laughs> Kramlich, Kramlich, maybe Cramlich. i'm gonna say Kramlich. because you Lick. laugh every time i say Kramlich. <laughs> she's a certified nurse from north dakota
1: North North Dakota,
0: she went to Uganda to volunteer at SHC. What she saw was completely unexpected. There were three Ugandan nurses that were employed Mm -hmm. only during the day, Mm -hmm. and they stocked the clinic with medical gear like oxygen tanks, IV catheters, and monitoring equipment. There were about 12 kids being cared for at the time, But these kids weren't just malnourished; they're dealing with much more complicated illnesses.
1: The kill. Wait, they were still malnourished in this care.
0: Yeah. Well, they like bring them in. Oh. They're like malnourished, and then they're supposed to like stabilize them. But these babies were were malnourished, and they also some of them had pneumonia, intestinal parasites, tuberculosis, stage four HIV. Oh my god! And almost every week. A child would die.
1: Oh my God! Yeah,
0: she also saw that Renee. So there was like
1: no evidence that they were actually caring for these kids. Well, ish. It's hard it's, to say because you don't know when it's the kids got brought in and how they were. Right when they came. Right. Okay.
0: She also saw that Renee, now twenty-two, with mm. only a high school education, right. was providing a lot of the medical care herself.
1: Oh, she's a doc now
0: in her blog Renee wrote oh she wrote about a nine month old baby Patricia uh-huh. she said oh her parents <laughs> okay in her blog Renee wrote about a nine month old baby named Patricia
1: uh-huh.
0: her parents had brought her to the clinic and that's used loosely
1: okay
0: for help she said quote in her blog I hooked the baby up to an oxygen tank and got to work Took her temperature, started an IV, checked her blood sugar, tested for malaria, and looked at her HB, which is a hemoglobin in blood count. I was attempting to diagnose the many problems that could potentially be at hand. Oh, my God. She needed a blood transfusion. Oh, my God. And fast. What? We started a blood transfusion for Patricia. And the we is... nobody. She didn't specify who the we is. Her neck and face started swelling a lot. Her oh, breathing went from my bad God. to worse. Oh, my her God. throat began to close. Oh my God. This nine month old baby. So, this is her blog oh, that she's sharing to the other Christian God. church members to get funding. So, this baby is like swelling up and can't breathe. And she called Jackie, the nurse, and asked her hey, can you just like swing by the center on her day off? Oh. So, Jackie comes in and she sees this poor little baby, like with the swelling and it's can't breathe. Like, why just,
1: is this baby having a blood transfusion?
0: Why are you giving this baby a what blood transfusion happening? when you have a high school why diploma? Are you
1: diagnosing anything?
0: This is what Renee told her. You know, I think she might be having a reaction, but I don't to know.
1: The blood transfusion. Google says oh,
0: that if they're having a reaction, they'll have a rash. And I don't see a rash.
1: Oh, my God.
0: Oh, my God. Okay. So So pretty bad, right? Pretty bad.
1: She's basically a doctor.
0: At this time, there weren't any nurses at the center. Renee was the one making all the medical decisions and performing the medical (gasps) care with the assistance of Google. That bodes well. Well... And just so you know, in Uganda, just like in the United States, only a medical professional is allowed to perform an invasive procedure like a blood transfusion. I
1: would hope so. Yeah,
0: you would hope so. I would, like... What, what the fuck?
1: Could you imagine no. being like, here's my baby, something's wrong. Can you imagine being like, I'll and take then, this baby and, and perform like, a
0: blood transfusion?
1: <laughs> no, no, that's not even on the realm of no. possibility. Even if I was
0: supervised what? by a doctor and they're like, this what? is what you do? I would be like, I don't think so. I'm like,
1: the baby's crying, something's wrong with it. I, I can't, wrong. I can't. Yeah, yeah, it's not. I'm not qualified nope, for this. No, not qualified. Take it away. Yep. I think it needs something.
0: So after Jackie saw little Patricia.
1: Oh my God.
0: Renee ended up taking her to the hospital okay. and Patricia ended up living Wow! lucky wow. lucky Renee later claimed that sometimes she did perform medical procedures <laughs> but always under the supervision of medical professionals she also said that her blog was just her telling stories to family and friends it wasn't necessarily accurate it was just like a good story <laughs> Jackie did not agree
1: I mean, wait, but let's be honest. How many times have you posted on Facebook that like you performed a surgery and it all went well? When you're, well, when you're fundraising, you know, when you're like, look, I need some money. You guys, this guy was having a heart attack. I cut him open. When you're I like an average person, his heart that's
0: right. You brought it back to life. To
1: life, I did mouth to mouth mm-hmm. to the heart, whatever.
0: God told God me. God told I me I need more money, please.
1: And yes. That would be nice. Uh
0: Uh-huh.
1: I'm just saying I relate.
0: Right. You embellish a little. You just embellish a little to make a good story. It's, like, not a big deal. Uh Uh-huh. So four months after Jackie had started working at the center, or volunteering, uh, Jackie quit. She was supposed to be there for much longer, and she was like, I cannot handle this. This is, like, insane. And then she wrote a letter to the charity's board of directors voicing her concerns about what she had seen.
1: Um, there's a high schooler administering <laughs> medical things that they're not qualified for. Yeah, but
0: remember, her mom is on, her mom is like the director in the US. So she like wrote this letter basically to her mom and like the board. Mm. So I don't know what's going to happen there. But mm. under Ugandan law, if a severely malnourished child has other complications like respiratory infections, dehydration, swelling, the child must not... Oh, the child must be treated at an advanced medical facility. Not yeah. a pretend clinic.
1: Yeah, because that Without any health birch.
0: licenses or any doctors on staff. Yeah,
1: because it's not like, oh, they skinned their knee. Let's patch it up. It's like, this baby is kind of in a life or death situation. Yeah. Let's get it. It's very health.
0: complicated. Yeah, let's... Yeah. So, Saul... Guerrero, Guerrero, Mm -hmm. specializes in the complicated issues of, like, malnutrition and other diseases at UNICEF, and he says that malnourished children with added complications are so fragile that unless a healthcare provider knows exactly what he or she is doing, it's safer to do nothing.
1: Yeah. Because it's so dangerous. Yeah, exactly. You don't want to tip it on the wrong side of the scale, and then it just tumbles from there.
0: Yeah. He said their metabolism and immune systems are not working, so if you just hydrate a child who is malnourished by putting them on an IV, they could have a heart attack. Oh, wow. So you try and fix one issue, but it could yeah. cause like a more serious issue. Yeah. Safer to do nothing, Renee.
1: Wow. Well, I mean, you know, she didn't know that. She's like,
0: we gotta give him a blood transfusion. It's, I, I think he's got bad blood. But it seems fine... She like can't breathe, but she doesn't have a rash. So I mean, no
1: rash. Google said nothing about not breathing. It's you know, it's got to be it's something else. Well, I filtered out the blood, so that's it's not that. Maybe we should get him new veins. Look, I
0: used a sieve. We put the blood through it. It Mm. should be fine.
1: I googled it. Oh my god.
0: So this is I don't. This is kind of like questionable, but it. In an article, it said in 2011, Renee took in 129 children, and 20 percent. Is she the
1: only one there?
0: Well, she had hired three nurses, but they only work uh, in the daytime. And then I'm guessing they have like volunteers and other people. I don't. It's like a big center. I don't know. So Renee took in 129 children, and 20 percent died within the first 48 hours.
1: Oh my God! In
0: 2012, she was down to 18 percent, and in 2013, she had finally hired two doctors, and the rate of death was 10 percent. Okay. Guerrero said that 10 percent is even high. From 2010 to 2015, Renee said that she took in 940 severely malnourished children, oh and 105 of them died.
1: I'm sorry, I'm like completely ignorant, but like, is this like. A, like, why are there so many completely malnourished children that could die within 24 hours or 48 hours?
0: Well, I think it's like resources. They don't have the resources, they don't have the education about like good nutrition. And I think that what happens is your baby like gets malnourished. You don't really know how to fix it. You don't really. I don't know. You don't know what to do. Wow. And then they start having like complications. You can take them to the hospital. Maybe they get stabilized, but then you don't have further education on how to keep them stabilized. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I didn't really look too much yeah, into it, but I yeah. think that there's like, I think they need more education and resources there. And then if she's that's, providing like two meals a week crazy. initially, and I'm they like, keep like bringing people.
1: I'm like, I just can't like, okay, a baby gets brought in and then it, it that many are dying. Yeah. At, in two days? That's great. Okay.
0: Right. It's crazy, but if she's giving them blood transfusion... Like, well, you know? yeah.
1: Yeah, so what like what is she doing? Yeah,
0: so you don't know. She's like, let's look at your organs, babe. Yeah. Oh, we don't need that one.
1: Throwing it over <laughs> her shoulder. Let me squeeze your up. kidney yeah. a little. Uh, this no. one doesn't look
0: important. <laughs> I don't know. This one's like... Like I said, it's something that I didn't think it was. Okay. But anyway. So, uh, Renee said that she took the difficult cases of the babies with, like, complicated issues on top of having, being malnourished because there didn't seem to be a better place for them. She said that okay. she tried to take the kids to hospitals and they mm-hmm. told her that they didn't deal with malnutrition and that they would be better off at her center.
1: I mean, depending on... Okay.
0: Dr. Hanifa Bachu begs to differ. Dr. Bachu... Bachow? Uh-huh. Bachow? Bachow. Bachow?
1: Um, maybe, is um, a
0: Ugandan pediatrician who specializes in malnutrition. They said that by 2010, Jinja's regional referral hospital had a well-established malnutrition unit, especially for complicated malnutrition cases. And even if there was a need for more clinics, that these for these little kids, Renee was not the one who should have been providing the medical care.
1: Well, definitely. Okay so this doctor is yeah. saying that that's not the case what Rene No said.
0: by 2010 when this when she decided that she was going to do more than just like feeding kids twice a week they had a well established malnutrition unit that was designed for malnutrition plus other issues like a compounding like complicated issues oh. In February of 2015, the nurse, Jackie, filed a report with the Ugandan police. She heard that the center was still having the same issues as when she left there. She, like, talked to someone who was working at the clinic, and they, like, told her, basically, I have concerns that Renee is, like, doing medical stuff Uh, that she shouldn't be doing. So then she finally went to the police. Before, she didn't go to the police because she was like, maybe they'll change. You know, maybe they'll hire on better staff. Maybe, like, it was just...
1: Okay. I don't know, she just wasn't sure. But
0: then she heard that it was still the same, and she was like, I have to say something. Good for her. So in the short time that she was at SHC, she said that she witnessed Renee attempt to diagnose and treat pediatric patients who had symptoms of serious illnesses like heart failure, HIV and AIDS, tuberculosis, (sighs) acute malnutrition, and malaria. She said that Renee gave injections, treated wounds, prescribed and dosed medicines, took vital signs conducted health assessments, assisted in the labor and delivery of a baby, and prepared a dead body for burial. Wow. She said that she frequently administered rehabilitation feeds that were dangerously high in caloric content for fragile children and large amounts of IV fluids to children in fragile states, and many of those children died. She said that she never saw any death certificates being obtained or autopsies performed. And she also said that she rarely saw Renee wear gloves or wash her hands.
1: Oh, my God.
0: While doing procedures.
1: I mean, okay, so on the one hand, I can understand the want to help when you're like, well, you feel like no one else is helping these kids and they're just being dumped on my doorstep. I'm going to try my best to help them. But then there's the but hire actually, doctors
0: like hire nurses. Well,
1: but if you can't afford, if it's a volunteer thing, like and you know what i mean. But money. she
0: had three nurses on staff. That's true. And it sounds like that they're making like, you know, they I have mean, I'm like I'm not a whole excusing center. her at all.
1: I'm just saying, like, I understand the beginning of the of the idea of wanting to help, right? Where you're like, well, I'm gonna do everything in my power to like help these kids because no one else is, but then there's a line
0: but then she said that she didn't want to be like a white savior and it's exactly that's what she's what doing, she's doing. Yep. you know yep. so let's just i do yeah know. she's
1: taking it into her own hands and like well i can do better than these well, people well these
0: hospitals like they're not taking like yeah. i'm the best choice for these babies yeah. where like hire a doctor or take them to the hospital like yeah
1: yeah that's don't
0: perfect. take that on yourself no no so no. she also said that Renee gave orders to the nurses and would override their judgment on a regular basis she what? said that Renee claimed that she didn't listen to Ugandan doctors because she didn't believe that they knew what they were talking about.
1: Okay, and she doesn't want to be a white savior. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: A month later, the center was shut down. The inspector found that in 2014, the center did get a health license, but it was as t- for them to operate as an outpatient clinic only, and also it had expired. Oh. <laughs> and she was definitely doing inpatient stuff.
1: Fuck. Uh.
0: A Ugandan civil rights attorney specializing in public health named Prima Kwagala Mm -hmm. filed a lawsuit against Renee. The civil lawsuit is on behalf of two mothers who lost their children at the center. Shit. So here we go, a lawsuit. Well,
1: oh, okay, so this time you're sneaking it in. (laughs) I see. So you know (laughs) how to play the game
0: now. Yeah, you showed me how to play the game. Shit. Zubita... Gimbo said that someone at SHC took her three year old malnourished son Twalali mm-hmm. to the center. Three days later she got a call that he had died. Three-year-old.
1: Three year old. Three years old? Oh, okay.
0: That same day a woman the woman who had taken the little boy returned his body to Zubida and gave her fifty thousand Ugandan shillings or about thirteen fifty. U.S. dollars. What? And then just left without any explanation. Wait,
1: hold on. She was like,
0: "Um, here's my baby. Take care of him." Yeah.
1: And then they're like, "Sorry, your kid dies. Here's 13.50."
0: Yeah, so that's what she's saying.
1: Oh my god. And then the second mother
0: Wait. is Annette, Kak- Kakai, Kakai, Kaki, Kakai? Kakai. She said that on July in July of 2018. An SHC employee convinced her to bring her one-year-old son, Elijah, to the center. She said that Renee took him into a room for an hour. They then... So the story differs a little bit, but this is, like, the one that I... This is the what I kind of pieced together. They then drove her and her son to a health center into the neighboring district where they weighed Elijah and gave him milk. So I think that the center that they took him to was another... So, at one point, Renee had two centers. She had one in Jinja Mm -hmm. and then one in a different town in Uganda. And one was, like, more medical. It sounds like they're both medical. But she had two centers, and I think she drove them. They, like, drove him to the second center where they weighed him and gave him some milk. Two days later, they were discharged without further instructions. They were given 2,000 Ugandan shillings to get back home, which is less than a dollar. In the following days her son became weak so she took him to a hospital and he died 3 days later. Oh, man. She was convinced that something was done to him at the center that caused his death. Oh no. Um and then Semi Jolie Bonacola. Are you saying your name? Yeah. Okay. Worked for SHC as an agriculturist. He said that Renee encouraged mothers to bring their children to her instead of to a hospital. He also said that he saw her wear a clinical coat, which I'm guessing is like Like a lab lab coat, coat,
1: like a doctor's coat. Yeah,
0: and a stethoscope, and Uh, he saw her treating children on a daily basis.
1: Oh my god!
0: Another person. Oh my god!
1: She's just like I'm a doctor here.
0: Yeah, I graduated high school in the United States, and I don't trust Ugandan doctors. Ignorant people.
1: I'm the doctor. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Charles Olwiny. He was a field program manager at SHC. He said that he saw Renee take blood, oh, offer diagnoses, okay. oh. administer drugs through IVs okay. that she had inserted herself, Oh God. and write prescriptions.
1: <laughs> Shit. He
0: also said that on average, he would drive at least 7 to 10 dead bodies of children back to their villages every week.
1: Oh my god.
0: A volunteer at for shc said that Renee frequently wore a stethoscope around her neck and knew that the community referred to her as the white doctor.
1: Yes, if you wear a stethoscope and a lab coat, what else are people going to call you?
0: She asked Renee what she was using to base her treatments on, and Renee replied that she relied on a book called The Bible. Where There Is No Doctor. And she also uh-huh. relied on her gut feelings. Uh-huh. And that she did not follow the orders of any local professionals.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Okay.
0: hmm
1: She's a doctor.
0: hmm So this is where, so this is what Renee says to all of that. hmm She claims that she never represented herself as a medical professional.
1: Except for the stethoscope and lab coat. She
0: said that she would only introduce herself as the director of the program.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Uh, she said that she never put on a clinical coat. Okay. She also said that her center never... Oh, this white coat? That's just my outside coat. It's not my lab coat. She also said that she had never even treated Kakai's child. And no, one, no woman who worked for her center convinced Kakai to bring Elijah in. And that she was out of the country when Gimbo's son was receiving treatment. Which... A record of her passport shows that she was gone at that time. Huh. So maybe it wasn't her who brought him in the back room and gave him an ejection.
1: Or it was just they just had the wrong day.
0: Maybe. But you think you'd remember when your baby died.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: That's true. Alonio Constance Miletch, a midwife, and the head nurse at SHC since 2010 said that Tualali Twal- had acute malnutrition and severe malaria and was given the best care possible. She also said that o- Olwenny's statement, that his statements were false and that he was just upset. Oh, Renee said that he was just upset that he was laid off because of downsizing. She also provided data that 119 children died of the 3,596 total patients from 2010 to 2018, so the actual death rate was only 3.3%, and that the deaths that did occur were normal as a result of severe acute malnutrition and advanced stages of underlying medical conditions complicated by malnutrition. Renee has since moved back to Virginia, where she is getting death threats, and people are very angry at her, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. She So they also said that right after they closed, basically after they closed the clinic, the government said that she could reopen it, and she said that they were, that she was working on a new license at the time, to a, a new application for a medical license at the time, and... And then I read something else that it said that the kind of like public health department of the, of the government did a, like a walk through or they did some kind of they like did an investigation and didn't find that she did anything wrong, oh. so they were gonna let her open back up. But then everyone was like really pissed at her at that point, so then they weren't going to. So it's like, what's the truth? Is she just really good at explaining away her activities? Are people just like angry at her, or is she actually doing this like crazy shit? And this here's woman. The, here's my thing. What's your thing?
1: My thing is. If you're getting answers from God,
0: yeah, it's well, your see, fault. Here's my thing: <laughs> like, I feel like I feel like a big part of that is like, sorry, moving around. Um, like if she's kind, got like a touch of the narcissism uh, where she's yeah, like, it like she anything a lot that of the I want to do and I feel like in my heart that I need to do or I feel like I really want to do, I'm just gonna say that God told me well, to cause do she's, it.
1: She was raised in like a stricter.
0: Right? Well, it's just not like a Christian like a home. Christian like a Christian home. home. A, a Christian home.
1: Yeah. So, like, that's just inbred in you that you're like, oh, everything has to be for God. And so, yeah, like, like if she's narcissistic, she's going to hear, quote, unquote, God's voice, like, which just is what just what she her wants. fucking yeah. head selling right. her. And right. And she's like, this is a good idea. Right, right. Like, why else would you wear a lab coat and a stethoscope well, and walk around and start? Well, she she never wore
0: a clinical coat.
1: Okay, but everyone else is saying that they saw her with it, and she's yeah. diagnosing people and yeah. administering blood transfusions. Well, she said
0: that she never did any of that stuff without the supervision of a like, she medical professional. She shouldn't have been anyway. But I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, like what? You're on no. the phone, and they're like, here, find this. Va-. Or like, even, a, even a
1: nurse is in the room and is like, here you go. You do it. No. They're the yeah, no. professional. Yeah, if they're there, no. No,
0: or if they're not there, call them in. Yeah. Or, like, have a nurse on staff no. who's, like, there at night. Yeah. Hire a doctor, you know? Like, uh-huh. do the things that you need it to do. No,
1: yeah, you're not qualified for that. You don't do and that. And then
0: there's, like, there's this um, interview with her. Uh, I think it was for the news in advance. I think it was this article, which was called An Ordinary Girl Who Says Yes to an Extraordinary God. And then it said, <laughs> Bedford Native Finds Home in Uganda. So this is this is, like in the middle of it, I think this is where they got the interview from her daughter, mm. uh, where, where they didn't know, like, the how it was going to end up, basically. So they are just, like, interviewing her, and she's just, like, going on and on about how, like, Basically how wonderful she is, but how she's just like, oh, you know, I want to, like, I hired, like, Ugandans because they, like, I'm, the goal is for me to not even have to be here and for them to, like, run even this clinic on their own. Even though she said that she and, wasn't
1: going to listen to Ugandan doctors because they Well, she they didn't tell that to, better.
0: like, a, she said that to the nurse. So it's, like, all. Yeah, that doesn't make, make any sense. Of, like, I know. So she, but in this article, so she's, like, making it seem like oh, I'm just, like, such a great person and God wants me to be Mm -hmm. here and I'm doing this for, like, the Ugandan people and, I like, I'm hoping that I won't have to be here and they can run this clinic on their own and Mm. whatever. At the same time, she's, like, adopting this child. You know, it's Uh just, like, weird stuff. It's weird stuff. Yeah, no,
1: I I think And who knows what this
0: girl's going through. Like, basically, I don't know. Like, maybe it was a good thing that she got adopted or maybe it was, like, she's taken out of her... Like, culture, culture and her I mean, environment, yeah. all because this, like, 20-year-old... I was
1: like, I'm gonna save someone. Girl was someone. like, oh, I'm looking yep. for your
0: family, but I feel like God wants me to adopt you. Weird. And this poor girl's like, oh, yeah, she's interesting. It's like, uh, what? Yeah. And then her mom, like, her mom was like, oh, as soon as I met Sela I, like, got off the airport, and I just knew she was my granddaughter. It was even before, like... They were like the adoption was finalized, and so my husband wasn't sure because he's like, "Oh, should a twenty-year-old single girl be adopting yeah, that's a baby?" Crazy. And she's like, "But I um, knew right uh, away that she was I my mean, granddaughter." I mean, that's great that she I don't like. Know. Em- I mean, that's
1: great that the her mother embraced her as her granddaughter. Yeah. But I I.
0: I just that rubbed me the wrong way for it, some, yeah, like it just yeah. rubbed me the wrong way.
1: The tossed salad and the scrambled egg.
0: The tossed salad. A scrambled egg
1: the tossed salad. A
0: tossed salad
1: and the scrambled egg
0: a scrambled egg so a tossed salad is someone who clearly knows right from wrong and chooses to do wrong anyway
1: right so the tossed salad has more components the person is able to comp- compartmentalize and
0: a scrambled egg is someone who can't tell right from wrong and they're just completely scrambled.
1: Just one component, one track mind. They're all kinds of mixed up. There's no focus. They're disorganized. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead and say she is a toss salad.
0: Yeah, I think toss salad. I just she, feel like there's something, there's just something not connecting. It's like uh-huh. I feel like she's kind of a bit narcissistic.
1: Definitely. She's got the God complex. She's got the Savior complex. But yep. even if she doesn't want to, to portray herself as, like, the white Savior, that's what she's doing. That's and exactly that's what, she, what she's yeah. doing. And the whole... And she knows she's doing, that. So that's why she's saying, I'm not... I don't want to be that.
0: Right. And the whole interview... Like, the whole it's interview so was just her yeah. being, like... And probably the interview just, like oh you're so wonderful and she's like oh I know I am but I really don't like to look at it like that because I'm just an ordinary person and really it's all about the people here and yet she like goes and like dons her lab coat and gives Mm -mm. blood transfusions and like like Okay, so let's say that she's actually not doing those things, and she's writing to her family and friends to get more that support for her clinic, yet. that she's actually doing those things where make it's make like, sense. it doesn't, you could be because like, that's like oh, lying, and do- that's a sin. Well,
1: and, but like, you could just easily be like, we have doctors here yeah. that are doing blood transfusions, yeah. and we, we need, need to more money, them.
0: Yeah. and then people them would donate, salary. and then it's not like... Yeah. Oh, remember... This... I'm rescuing these babies. Hey, remember that
1: girl we went to high school with? Yeah. She's, like, rescuing babies and giving blood transfusions? There's a picture
0: of her in the in her blog, or on her blog, that was, like, in one of the articles of her, like, inserting an IV mm. into a baby.
1: They... Is the blog still up?
0: There's a picture in one of the articles. Oh, you can okay. look up the oh, article the blog, yeah. of the... I don't know if the blog is... Probably not, because... Huh. Yeah. She said that she was getting, like, death threats, and, <laughs> and it was, like, intense, but...
1: That's... And just, like, all wow. these people,
0: like, all these, or at least the, the lawyer who, like, took the case, she was just basically, like, you know, like, all these people come down because they think they're going to, like, rescue us and it's just, like, a bunch of missionaries and they come down and they, like, try and basically take over and tell us, like, how to run things and they mm-hmm. think they're, like, such good people but it's, like, we have the resources here we're, like, working on it. Like, we're doing the things that we need to do. You know, we have doctors and we have hospitals that yeah. specialize in these things. Like, and these we, babies we're need to be brought these, to these hospitals. We're
1: offering these things and you're saying that we're not offering these, like, That your places, your like, clinic
0: is better where you have three nurses on staff and you're, like, not qualified. And you're... And they're only there during the day and you graduated high school and that's it. And you're reading you're this book. you're
1: stethoscope and you've got Google. you got
0: Google. That's
1: it. That's all you need. That's all
0: you need to be a doctor.
1: Mm-hmm milk and Google. So that's the
0: thing. It's like, all, that's so like, she went down thinking like, oh, you know, this third world country or whatever. Like mm-hmm. those are so primitive. It's like Africa. Oh, like come in and Uganda. Help. They're yeah, so primitive. And up. I know, I can Google. So I'm like super smart. I can and, like, Google. I know how to perform <laughs> blood transfusions because Google told me how. It's like, oh my God. Could you imagine
1: being like, I think we need to perform a blood transfusion. That's why I feel like there's
0: something going on. How do we do it.
1: Google it. No. Okay. We gotta get this tube and then Like yes, I said, that even if a make doctor sense. was there
0: or like talking me through it, I'd be like no, no. I am not, I'm not qualified yes, for this.
1: this is not my job. I'm here to like care for the babies. You have to go to school, like
0: you have to go to like four years of school to be an acupuncturist you know, and you're putting needles yeah. like surface level. Yeah. Like you're not yeah. deep in the vein, like, oh my god, oh my god, my god. Uh,
1: and changing someone's blood,
0: yeah. So, just like, oh, just babies. like reading this, yeah, that's these crazy. poor babies that are so fragile
1: and they're already on the brink, and of these them, mothers yeah.
0: who are just like so worried about their babies, and then within like 48 hours, it's like, oh, sorry, your baby died.
1: Hey, here's 13 bucks though,
0: yeah. Like, what was what? That? <laughs> what like, is like, that? What was even? that? And then, someone, someone else th- that there were, like. Certificates, but they were, like, they were at... When the parents requested a death certificate, then they got, like, a... I don't know. It was, like, this whole... Her lawyer was, like, really good at explaining things away, but I just feel like, yeah, if you have all these people who are angry at you and they're saying that you did these things, like, even if you didn't do all of these things, but, you were definitely doing things something, you should not you're have been something doing. Something that this
1: many people are upset with you and they're saying all collectively similar things... And babies have been dying and they're like, you took her in. I saw you do this thing to my child and they're dead. And you have multiple people. Well, I just
0: feel like, I just feel like if she really wanted to do the right thing, she would have hired doctors. Yes. And had them on staff. And yeah, be the director. Or just been
1: like, I, our clinic cannot handle that. We're sending you to the hospital.
0: And if the hospital turns you away, like, I'm sorry, but I'm not qualified. I am a high school graduate.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah so huh.
1: did
0: you ever hear about that one
1: no didn't it's kind of a crime it's kind of a yeah she may I have mean, killed babies so probably definitely but it's tricky babies. because you
0: know like you said like these babies were in dire situations but like had they gotten help from an actual doctor yeah could they have survived yeah. maybe. maybe
1: because yeah they weren't just maybe given, 116 they
0: just... babies would still would be children now you know yeah i don't know
1: Yeah, I know. I definitely think she's tough salad.
0: There's something mentally going on, I Definitely. Definitely. And even if it didn't start that way, like... But I also think, like, part of it is, like, she graduated from high school. Once you do, you're kind of, like, lost. And you're like, what makes me special? Like, nothing. Like, I'm just part of the real world. And I think she was looking for something to make her special. Yep. Like...
1: Well, and then you go and, like, these people are coming to you and asking you... Save my child! Mm-hmm. I think it would get, might give you a bit of a complex where you're like, all these people are coming to. I mean, not, I know, every, not everyone. I know, but no, like, I know. I'm just you know saying. I mean? like,
0: like a blood transfusion. Com- like I just no, stand on that, that. that is a line. I know. But
1: people are coming to you like you're our last hope. Here's my baby. Save them. Yeah. Why couldn't and you just you stop you at might giving like, meals? Get like this idea of like, oh, yeah. maybe I am more special. Yeah. These primitive people don't know. Yeah. like how to what out to google
0: well and if they're okay so let's say you're like a 20 year old whatever you've not really done you've like gotten your degree or your diploma but then and these people are like treating you like a doctor right and you're like walking around a lab coat and you're just like but i just feel like such a huge part of that would have to be you thinking but that people in that country are so dumb that you are qualified yeah. to work on them because they don't have anyone better yeah. than a high school that's student. That's messed up. And It's just really disturbing to me.
1: That's Yeah, that is really really fucking disturbing. Yeah. But you know that like when you're like when like when you graduate high school and you're like I'm the shit cuz right. I graduated high school and then you like go to this country where you're like people are respecting me and they're giving me their children to take <laughs> care of. I'm a doctor.
0: I know. And then you're like,
1: I'm gonna give blood transfusions. You
0: remember feeling like that after yeah. high school? Yes. No, I was totally <laughs> living that life. But then somewhere along the way, you know, I was like, Maybe this isn't right. Maybe I should trust the doctors. Like
1: when you were giving like a kidney transplant. Yeah, that one, you that one like, time that I did give the kidney like, transplant oh, and, maybe. you know, Google
0: didn't tell me exactly what to do with the complications it was that like were the, happening. like the, the blue r- said, like, wires and the red look wires. for a rash. I didn't see the rash. You didn't see the rash. So I was like, nothing's wrong, you know?
1: Right. So then you just I, picked an organ. You know, and, and then I was like, maybe it this in. isn't
0: my calling. You know, maybe yeah, I'm not a natural. Because yeah. apparently, you need to learn despite, things if you want to be a doctor.
1: Despite the stethoscope and lab coat,
0: you're not a natural. Not a natural. You got to actually learn some shit for that position. I That's
1: crazy. Oh, so crazy. crazy. So I remember.
0: So yeah. I like heard about this story a while ago. Really. And it was like, I just remember it being like something like this. This really young girl mm-hmm. was like being a doctor in somewhere in Africa, and that. And I was just like, what the fuck? And so then it just came to me the other day. And I was like, whatever happened with all of that? Like, huh. did she get in trouble? Like, what happened? So I don't know where the lawsuits are at. I know that she's back in Virginia. Yeah. So I don't know if they can, like, they're probably not going to, um, it's not expedite. What's the word? Extradite her.
1: Expedite. Expedite extradition. Expedite her through UPS. Yeah, get her, get her over here we don't want her anymore. Extradite her?
0: No. So I don't know what's happening with that or what has happened with that, but...
1: Huh. Yeah. That's a very...
0: Well, and the other part, too, is, like, maybe... Because, like, the government being, like, oh, you can actually open your clinic again. Uh-huh. If it's a clinic to, like, feed the children... Yeah. Like, I totally get that. And right. she was bringing money in for, like, medical supplies and for, like, right. food and all that. And was giving, like, a safe space for people to be. So maybe it was more like, oh, open up your clinic again... Let's keep it like.
1: But stop. Also, fucking... if she had
0: hired doctors by 2015, like, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe they're like, yeah, it's actually running well now that we have like qualified professionals here. You can open it back up again because. But we're like I'm, ready. Like,
1: if she's the type of person that's going to be giving medical advice and she's not a doctor, yeah, she's probably not qualified to be running this kind of clinic.
0: Well, no, the doctors would have to. No,
1: I mean she shouldn't be involved at all. Oh
0: yeah, because she'd get to her head.
1: Yeah, Yeah. she would just be, like, making shit up and being like, oh, I'm a
0: doctor now. Yeah, yeah. Come into my office. Like, no, girl, you're not, you don't, no. No, Mm -hmm. you don't have any degrees, no. No.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't want, like, she should not be allowed to be doing that shit.
0: No, I don't think so. (laughs) She probably shouldn't be working with children.
1: (laughs) No. Uh, No. So, anyway. No. (laughs) Someone hires her to babysit, and she's like,
0: oh, sorry, I thought they needed a blood transfusion.
1: <laughs> like, okay. They
0: skinned their knee. I need to give them more blood. They ran out of blood when Look, they skinned I took it. their vitals.
1: <laughs> yep.
0: I, I test I, them I, for I... malaria. I'm giving them an IV medication. <laughs> Shit. And a blood transfusion's next. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's crazy. What, what?
0: you wouldn't hire her?
1: I would love her to come <laughs> blood transfuse everyone. Yeah. Uh. Sounds delightful.
0: Hmm, Indeed.
1: Love her.
0: Yeah, so that's crazy. Oh, wow.
1: yeah. What a cray cray. All right.
0: Okay, tell me a story.
1: Okay, I got this article, not article. All right.
0: Oh, <laughs> good start. So
1: I'm going to tell you this story. I hope you've never heard it. I've heard it.
0: Okay. <laughs> All right.
1: I got the information. I got the information. You got it
0: from where? I got
1: the informations from the Wikipedia's oh. and the murderpedia's, oh. and I got it from yeah, uh, mama. The an article called "The Strange Murders of Tilly Klimic: The Story of Chicago's Most Plur- Plurific, Prolific Female Serial Killer" oh. by Heather Monroe.
0: What? <laughs>
1: And an article called Tilly Klimek Solo Killer of the High Priestess of a Bluebeard (gasps) Click by Max.
0: What?
1: (sighs) Well, I'm glad that that's so far the... uh, Tilly! Uh-huh. I'm glad that's the reaction so far. So, so far you've not heard of it. Okay. Born Otilia Gburik. You
0: know what? For the last episode... (laughs) You probably should have gone last. For this episode, I probably should have gone last. Oh, wait. Mine wasn't lighthearted. Never mind. <laughs> Go ahead. Mine kind Just of stopped. Just because it didn't have murder, <laughs> it doesn't mean well, it was kind a little of maybe lighthearted. maybe dead. No, I know. I don't know Oh, that's saying. right. It did. It kind of did. Yes. I know. No, it's good. Wow. No, it's good. All right. God, that was awful. Anyway. Shit.
1: Back to me. <laughs> Born Otilia Gub- Guburik. In Poland, in 1876, the Gburik family had seven children, and Tilly was the firstborn.
0: Oh, Till.
1: When Tilly was four years old, the family immigrated to the United States, and they settled in the Little Poland section of Chicago, Illinois. Not a lot is known about Tilly's childhood. By 1895,
0: she was 19. Wow.
1: She married... Joseph Mit- Mitquitz, the marriage appeared to be a happy one. The couple was well-liked in their community. Tilly earned a reputation as a good cook hmm. who had the uncanny ability oh, to no. predict impending death. Oh,
0: no! <laughs> Tilly.
1: Mm. <Welcome> I
0: knew... <laughs> poison! Oh, shit.
1: Well-, <laughs> well, great. I can't tell the story anymore. You ruined it. <laughs>
0: Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert.
1: Uh, While contemporary... I think
0: everyone knows where this is headed.
1: (laughs) Yeah, because you ruined it now. Am I just, like,
0: super perceptive?
1: Oh, my God.
0: Solved it. Three sentences in. Here is
1: your award. (laughs) That's it. Look. (laughs) While contemporary accounts tell of her... Cheerfully telling her husbands and neighbors they were going to die. <gasps> oh. There is no record of her ever claiming to be a psychic, but there was rumor because she would tell people she, she like, could predict their deaths. She'd be like,
0: a "I think he's going to die on Friday." Yeah, and, she and she'd like smile about Friday. it. Oh, and she ew, would say it cheerfully. That's creepy.
1: At the beginning of 1914 at the age of 39. How is she
0: well-liked when she's like creepy as fuck? Well, she's like making things and she's like, I like it.
1: She's very cheery. She was very cheery. Ew. And she like baked, she like cooked a lot of food. Look, and, I'd be
0: highly skeptical you know? of someone who's very cheery and smiles about <laughs> death.
1: <laughs> Tilly began telling friends and neighbors about a new vision.
0: Tilly. You see. No.
1: She had dreamed. <sighs> That her husband of 19 years, no!
0: Joseph,
1: was sick, and that he would die within weeks.
0: But what? It was
1: no surprise when that dream came true.
0: Oh, no. January 13th of
1: 1914.
0: 19 years?
1: The coroner listed the cause of death as heart trouble. Mm-hmm. And Tilly collected around $1,000 in life insurance, which Mm. in today's money is $25,638.90.
0: That's what he was worth to her? $25,000? After
1: 19 years. That's like
0: not even that much money.
1: Tilly liked men. And I don't
0: even have money.
1: You ruined it. I was like, (laughs)
0: listen,
1: I said, Tilly liked men.
0: Yeah, no, I heard it.
1: Or at least their insurance money
0: <gasps> black widow did I spoil it again
1: you ruined it damn damn <laughs> and she didn't remain in grief for long so don't worry
0: oh wait 19 Listen. and 19 she's 38
1: she's about 39
0: yeah oh she's still getting it at old maid age
1: girl she gets it oh. Okay. <laughs> before two months were up she married <gasps> laborer John Ryskowski on February 27th, 1914. Wow. He lived nearby and they, she moved in. She once again began to tell people that her husband would die. Oh my God. John was the picture of health, but then he started to get sick by May. <gasps> and just as the psychic Tilly predicted,
0: uh-huh.
1: John died. On May When
0: did they get married?
1: February twenty seventh. February wait, didn't
0: her last husband die January? Then a month later, February February. March, April, May. May.
1: Three months later.
0: Three months.
1: He died.
0: God, she's mean.
1: And he left Tilly twelve hundred dollars in cash. Which in today's money is? Oh, I
0: thought that. I was like, that's even less.
1: Thirty
0: thousand. Oh, she's increasing. Seven
1: hundred sixty-six dollars sixty-eight. She increased cents. her
0: profit. She limited the amount of time she was staying married.
1: And
0: girls making money. What?
1: She got insurance money because that was just the cash money that he had laying around.
0: whoa! whoa. She got paid
1: seven hundred and twenty-two dollars, which is in today's money eighteen thousand five hundred eleven oh, so and twenty-nine. No, because she made eighteen insurance. plus the thirty. No, I know,
0: but the insurance was less.
1: Yeah, it was less, but she made more money.
0: Wow, that dude is making bank for a laborer.
1: Yeah, I guess I don't know where he was getting that extra money.
0: was like his savings. Dude is doing good.
1: He was hustling, I well, guess.
0: Maybe it's doing well. He was doing. He was well. doing well. Good English. Thank you. Well Short, English. Well English. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's like the worst when people say they do like the correct your, and then someone mm-hmm. comments, and they're like, little asterisk, your with the wrong your, and you're like, oh god. Oh,
1: no. Just, just no.
0: That's some well English right there.
1: That is some well English. Okay. Shortly after John's death. No. Tilly. She's so lonely. She sought comfort in the arms of another man. How
0: shortly after? Are we talking days? Weeks?
1: Uh, well, it was, I don't know, It didn't say. She
0: moves fast, these dudes must have been desperate. But guess what his name was? What was his name? Joseph. I was gonna say, <laughs> Joseph John?
1: Joseph mm-hmm. Guzkowski. Uh-huh. One day, his sister and he were, like, hanging out with Tilly, mm-hmm. and his sister's name is Stella.
0: Stella! And Stella,
1: and, uh tilly offers some candy to the brother (gasps) and stella and the
0: new dude and his sister yeah and both of them
1: became violently ill. what
0: they're not even married yet
1: yeah and then uh
0: so she's just like sadistic
1: and then he died
0: before they got married, yeah. What's the point? It was just a
1: boyfriend thing, like, just for fun. Oh, just a boyfriend just, thing. It's just a boyfriend thing. She's getting, she's getting the kicks, just getting kicks by killing Ooh, him. I don't she's know. She's evil. So the sister lived, but oh. the the boyfriend brother died. Oh. <laughs> okay, uh, so you know Tilly?
0: No, I don't know. Well, tell me.
1: I think you do know. She married again.
0: Well, I just don't understand why she. God she's just evil then. Okay. March
1: of 1919 this time to Frank Joseph Kup Kup Cupp, Cupscheck Cups Cups check.
0: Well, he I mean she sure has a name type. Yes. This is March of the next year?
1: Uh no, this is in 1919, so the when she was with John oh, it was is... like 1914. Yeah. Okay, okay, so, okay. Some time so this has a passed. few
0: years. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So she had to like kill in between because she's evil. I mean, I'm sure evil.
1: that there was just were that weren't reported. Who knows?
0: Ooh, yeah.
1: Because that's a lot That's of a lot of time to go with nothing. But who knows? Yeah. The couple lived at nine forty two North Winchester Avenue in Chicago. Tilly had lived there at that house before. With Mm -hmm. a man named Myers, Mm -hmm. who happened to go missing. Mm -hmm. So that was one of the people Mm -hmm.
0: that went
1: missing during the time. Putting
0: those puzzle pieces together.
1: When Frank moved in, Tilly assured neighbors that he wouldn't be living long. Oh my god! (laughs) She would mock Frank himself, greeting him in the morning, saying, It won't be long now! No! (laughs) Bail! And she would say, You'll be dying soon. Bail! What? (laughs) And joking with neighbors that he had two inches
0: to live. Oh, that's hilarious. Good joke.
1: Frank grew weaker with each passing day. Why didn't he
0: leave her? Those are not funny jokes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Tilly asked him to take out a life insurance policy. You say,
0: fuck no! And he
1: complied. No! She even (laughs) knitted her own mourning cap. Like, it was like oh, a hat for mourning. Oh, my God.
0: You know she was working on that for a while, too. While
1: she sat at his uh-huh. bedside, and he's uh-huh. sick. <gasps>
0: oh.
1: And she later wore that hat to the trial, uh, well, that I will tell you oh, about. Oh, oh.
0: I thought you were say the funeral. I jumped the gun She there. did wear
1: it to the funeral and well, the trial. she'd
0: have to. It must have been a nice hat.
1: Tilly took the opportunity to purchase a $30, which is in today's world, money, Four hundred and forty-four dollars oh, and sixty-one cents for a discount coffin. She had seen advertised. Her husband hasn't died yet. She's like, oh,
0: look at well, this cheap. Well, I've already made the hat.
1: I've made the. We're gonna go
0: through with it. Gotta I have to wear co- it somewhere, yep. so, so I gotta get the. She coffin. asked her
1: landlady Martha coffin. Su- <laughs> she asked her landlady Martha Wessalek
0: uh-huh. if
1: she could store the casket in the basement.
0: Oh, it's like a, it's like a, a death surprise. Well, I mean, they don't surprise, need it now. It's like, right? we gotta store it until right. we need She's it. She's gonna be like, oh, just keep you're it in my so house. close to death. Guess what gift I guess got you? What? Oh. And
1: it was on sale. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: Maybe so... he loved a bargain. <laughs> Martha, though, thought the idea of purchasing a coffin for a living man was, was morbid. Gauche? Yeah. And told Tilly that she would chase her and the coffin out.
0: Ooh, good for her. <laughs>
1: And you know, as
0: expected. Just for being morbid.
1: Frank died on April. How a... about her
0: joking <laughs> about death all the time? Isn't that morbid? <laughs> You're going to die! Ew Uh
1: Frank died April twentieth, nineteen twenty one. And when he did, as expected, Tilly played festive dance music on her Victrola Mitch! phonograph.
0: Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one.
1: You devil, she said to the dead dead man as she grabbed him by the ears. <gasps> You will never get up to bother me
0: again. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know if it's the voice or, like, it's it like, that she creepy. said it, like, cheerily. That's so creepy.
1: The coroner listed bronchial pneumonia as Frank's cause of death. Wait,
0: wait. When did they get married? They uh, did get 1919. married. 1919. So they were married a couple years. Yep. Wow.
1: And she would, yeah, she was, like, slowly poisoning So she him. tortured him for years. Yep.
0: Uh wow
1: yeah so he bronchial pneumonia bronchial pneumonia Uh and then once again Tilly collected his life insurance how are they
0: not catching on
1: not as much Uh it was only six hundred and seventy five dollars which in today's money is nine thousand six hundred and eight dollars and thirty
0: cents look she made a lot more for three months i know you're weeping i know you're weeping for her and her broken heart yes Fear not. I mean, she's like so unlucky. Fear oh not, no, Angela. not another one. Not another
1: one. Because Tilly celebrated her fourth wedding on July thirtieth, nineteen twenty one. Why is
0: word not spreading?
1: To a wealthy man named
0: <gasps> Joseph. Joseph. <gasps> Shut up.
1: Klimek.
0: Oh, Joseph.
1: And lived with him at 1453 Tell Place, which is now 1453 Thomas Street.
0: Oh. So that you're not
1: confused.
0: Oh, I was. Yes. I was like, Tell? I know you I don't know. don't know where Tell Street I is. Yep, you're like, what's up Les- house in Chicago? Read, like, by Thomas Street, Thomas, perhaps? You know what?
1: It Maybe? is Thomas Street. <gasps> oh, That's right. Oh,
0: yeah. Okay. 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 hmm
1: So, Tilly claimed that Joseph- what?
0: Is the magic <laughs> that Tilly has because she sounds creepy as fuck to me. So she
1: was meeting them through like newspaper like, ads uh-huh. and stuff. And they're so guessing like, some desperate. I don't know. Yeah, but they're People, like, that, I don't know what her. she was promising them.
0: Uh-huh.
1: But they didn't uh, get much. A
0: good sense of humor. Uh-huh. Oh, great personality and a great sense of humor. A cheap coffin. And good food.
1: I guess. She claimed that uh, the new Joseph enjoyed Moonshine too much and too often for her tastes.
0: Oh, God. And he had a
1: roving eye, and Tilly Mm -hmm. could not tolerate competition. She complained about this to her cousin, Nellie. Nellie Tilly and Nellie.
0: Tilly and Nellie.
1: (laughs) Who suggested Tilly get a divorce.
0: Yeah, thank you, Nellie.
1: Well, Tilly said, I will get rid of him some other way.
0: Yeah, because that's not obvious. She's, like, literally telling everyone that she's murdering these dudes. <laughs> and she's still marrying more. Well, she's getting away with it. Yeah, why? <laughs> why not? How? No, how? Why is she I don't know, but she, she is, so why not more? She's literally like, oh, ha you're going to be dead. I'm gonna going to kill you. You're going to die. Like, <laughs> it at you. So. And they're like, oh, yes, pneumonia. Once Tragic. Again,
1: as I would expect, as would be expected, mm. Tilly had her new husband take out a life insurance policy. Yes, of course.
0: That's probably, like, part of their mm-hmm. marriage certificate.
1: Weeks passed, and Joseph realized...
0: Oh, my she, God. Do you think during her vows, she's like, you're going to die. She'd be like, I will promise to love you forever,
1: until which is until next death, week, when you're part. going to die soon. Ew. Yeah, probably. Oh. Yeah. Um... So Joseph wasn't feeling too well. Shocking. Yeah, he had was he was experiencing shooting pains in his oh. arms, and but he dis he just dismissed it. Oh no! <laughs> but then, his arms began to go numb.
0: Oh no!
1: And after six weeks, his legs were paralyzed.
0: Is this cyanide or arsenic?
1: So Joseph called his doctor, and the doctors saw him immediately. And they noticed that his symptoms were consistent with arsenic poisoning. Yeah,
0: arsenic. Oh, my God. Because the girl, the sister who ate the candy, she could have Uh lifelong, like, issues. Oh, that's so bad. Ew, it, like, replaces the calcium in your bones. Ew. Yeah, it's so bad. Then you get, like, oh, it's so bad. It's such a bad way to go.
1: Well, tests confirmed that the man was suffering the effects of long-term arsenic toxicity.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: Joseph recalled that one time he gave scraps of food to the dog, oh, and the no. dog keeled over and died.
0: <gasps> and you're not like, something's wrong with this food?
1: <laughs> when uh, she uh... was confronted with her husband's charges that the dog had died from eating table scraps, yeah, yeah. Tilly said, I know it killed him. He just fell over.
0: Okay, she doesn't even sound (laughs) sane. Like she sounds. That dog just tipped over and died. I cannot. Uh,
1: So (sighs) on October twenty seventh, nineteen twenty two, hospital officials called the police, who prompted who promptly arrested Tilly.
0: Oh, about time.
1: (laughs) She, she quipped at Officer Lieutenant Willard Malone as he placed her under arrest. The next one I want to cook dinner for is you. You made all my troubles. Oh,
0: my God. She's, like, seriously out of her mind.
1: (laughs) After 18 hours of interrogation, she confessed.
0: I bet that was intense interrogation.
1: (laughs) Bodies of her other husbands were soon exhumed, and in each body, coroner's chemists say they found enough arsenic in each body, enough arsenic to kill a dozen men. Though the soil around where they were buried was clean, so they knew that they were poisoned, right. and it wasn't just something in the leaching
0: you know. out of the right. ground. Yeah.
1: Police also arrested her cousin Nellie after <gasps> Not Tilly. Not Nellie. Yes, because Tilly claimed that Nellie had given her a goodly portion of a poison called Rough on Rats. <laughs>
0: That's a good name. <laughs> Um, uh yeah, probably because she was like, I have a rat problem, but A.K.A. a husband problem. See, no, not Nellie.
1: Investigators learned that Nellie's twin children, Sophie and Ben Sturmer, <gasps> as well as her granddaughter Dorothy, all died of <gasps> poisoning in 1917. She killed
0: her own child, children, and their children.
1: And <gasps> Nellie's son John and daughter Lillian. Both recovered from arsenic poisoning in the same year. Oh my god. It was common knowledge that Tilly had a vision of a terrible plague that would strike the particular family on the block.
0: Why is Tilly trying to kill her cousin's children and grandchildren? Is it Tilly or (gasps) Nellie?
1: Who knows? It's it's she said, she said. The offshoot being... That within weeks, that family's three children died agonizing deaths. The rumor didn't, what the rumor didn't say was that Tilly and that family had had, oh, sorry. So her family was Uh being killed, whatever. But she was having conflict with some neighbors. And the neighbors. Nellie or Tilly? Tilly had had a vision of. This particular family on yeah. her block yeah. having some kind of plan. Oh,
0: isn't that convenient, right? And
1: right. the three of the children in that family oh, died. God. And is she still
0: putting it in candy? Maybe. Oh god.
1: And the rumor was that they had had a heated argument before the mm-hmm. days of the prediction.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, these aren't predictions. <laughs> These are plans.
1: (laughs) You're going to die. I kill you. These
0: are murder plots. Yep. This is the day I'm going to do it. I'm going to kill you.
1: A dog that had annoyed Tilly
0: in her
1: Winchester street house had died of arsenic poisoning. She's killing everybody. (laughs) The papers began to speak of Tilly not as a solo murderer but as a high priestess of a bluebeard clique.
0: Excuse me?
1: Basically, they were accusing her of riling up other women to want to kill their husbands.
0: Uh-huh. And What's she a was blue like, beard?
1: It's like click. women who kill their, like a...
0: Blue beard? Blue
1: beard. It's like a...
0: It's because we grow beards when blue. we get old. old. And they're kind of like and gray. The calendar, and they blue, yep, blue beard
1: color. I'm going to go with it. I didn't okay. research it. So, okay. yes, that sounds right. Yeah,
0: I'm part of the blue beard Blue beard, beard click uh, of, the, of
1: Chicago's Little Poland neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So then other wives in the neighborhood were soon arrested.
0: <gasps> oh, my God. Were husbands, like, dropping dead? No. Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they were soon released because they were like, oh, this is just, oh, we just got all hyped up. it's just one person killing everyone? Probably. Or it's both these, it's his cousins, right, right. Tilly and Nellie.
0: But didn't Nellie s- speak up earlier? So,
1: yeah. But, you know, Tilly had said that Nellie was involved, so they had to investigate because they don't know. I mean, Nellie's family's dropping dead, so oh, what's going that's on? so
0: sad. Okay.
1: Tilly and Nellie stood trial before Judge Marcus what? Kavanaugh. They
0: just went for it. Yeah. Who, just based on Tilly. Yeah,
1: well, they, I mean, they had, I mean, all these people are dying, so they're like, well, <sighs> you guys are blaming each other, so we're going to bring you both to court. Wow. And they were stood before Judge Marcus Kavanaugh, who was a great fan of the death penalty. Oh,
0: boy. Oh, boy. Another shitty Kavanaugh. Oh, sorry oh. for the other one.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, prosecutors read a list Of 20 names. Whoa. Pausing after each name and asked, did you kill this person? Whoa. And Tilly, in response to each one, was basically just like, yeah. (gasps) What? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah, sure.
0: What? What is her plan? Uh, I guess she confessed, right?
1: Yeah, she confessed, yeah.
0: God, that's Um, like.
1: Wow. Miss Grantkowski with her sister Lucy were called to the state's attorney office to testify in connection with the death of her brother, Joseph Guskowski,
0: mm-hmm.
1: who the one who ate the candy. Remember? Right. A former sweetheart of Miss Klimek.
0: I don't think okay, you would call whatever. it sweetheart.
1: <laughs> and the fact that she herself had been poisoned.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs>
1: The girl stated that her brother had told her a short time before his death that Miss Klemek, Tilly, Uh had confessed to him that she had poisoned her first two husbands.
0: Why would she? I mean, she was telling everyone all over town, but wow. Yeah. To think it was like, oh, I've killed my two husbands, but I won't kill you. Do you still love me? Let's get married and give me your life insurance.
1: Yeah, I don't fucking know,
0: I don't know. So she confessed to him, and then she had to murder him before she could marry him.
1: Yeah, right, yeah. Uh, she's like,
0: I'll tell and you. And then she's like, anything. I'll just take your sister out with you, because yeah. why not? For
1: uh, good measure. So, like, while the trial's going on and stuff, Nellie spent a year behind bars with her cousin. Oh, and, lovely. And Tilly loved to torment Nellie.
0: Ooh. And she would
1: say, oh, they're going to hang you today, Nellie.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> Tilly would
1: whisper to her in Polish as the guards removed her from her cell and she was know, passing Nelly, Nellie. Forth.
0: I don't think Nellie, Nellie did would, it. And Nellie would
1: scream in terror. In actuality, Nellie's trial ended in a hung jury followed Ooh. by an acquittal.
0: Yeah, I think so.
1: Tilly received no acquittal.
0: Well, no. She said she killed everyone. <laughs> although one evidence, by one. although
1: evidence existed to convict her of twenty murders by arsenic, only one charge resulted in conviction.
0: What she confessed. I don't know how. Was that her plea deal? I don't know
1: something. In March of 1923, Tilly was found guilty of first degree murder of Frank Kaputschek. Tilly appeared underwhelmed as the verdict was read. <laughs> oh my God. She only remarked, "Ugh, it's hot in here." (gasps) As the guards led her back to going. (laughs) Wow. Reporters noted that, unlike most of the husband killers who had been acquitted in Chicago's court, Tilly was not beautiful or charming. Oh. But a squat woman who only spoke broken English. Oh. Despite having lived in the country since infancy.
0: Okay. Well, that's pretty harsh.
1: Judge Kavanaugh sentenced Tilly to life without the possibility of parole, the harshest sentence ever dealt to a woman in Chicago at the time. So
0: here's the thing. I don't think that they needed to elaborate on what she looked like, but I'm glad I they did. I know. I am it's glad so they did because I was very curious. It's so rude.
1: <laughs> Joseph Klimick survived, though he was in the hospital more than three Wait, months. Wait, the one
0: that she was charged with?
1: No, no. The one that she was charged with was the one before. This is the one that was like, went to the doctor and was like, I don't feel good. And Uh they're like, you have arsenic poisoning. He survived. Okay. Okay. The one who had like
0: the numb. Yeah. Okay. He
1: went to the doctor and they, yeah. Um, So he was in the hospital for like three months. And he said, as the days passed, he nursed his hatred against the woman (gasps) who he says plotted his his life and vows, or he said he plotted his life and vows to make her pay.
0: Ooh.
1: She made me get more insurance. He muttered. Oh. I did not suspect, though the soup and things did taste queer. <laughs> then I got sick. <laughs> Tilly lived out her years in the Illinois State Penitentiary at Joliet, where she died on November 3rd, 1936, at 60 years old. So
0: she wasn't sentenced to death?
1: Nope, just life.
0: Okay. So, (laughs) wow. Wow.
1: Have you ever heard of that one?
0: Never. (laughs) Yes. That was insane. (laughs) I just like... The dr- okay, was she like, may have been a like, scrambled egg because she seemed, she seemed out of her mind. You're going to die! She seemed out of her mind. I'm going to knit your funeral cap while you're here. <laughs> just like the like the quotes are just like so crazy. Yeah. <laughs> I cannot handle it.
1: And almost every person she married was named Joseph.
0: Yeah, that's pretty weird. It's like a lot of Maybe that was in the po- ad. Little, little
1: Joseph in little Must be Joseph?
0: Do you want to get married? Is
1: your name Joseph? Do you want to die soon? <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: Oh my god, that was crazy.
1: Good old Otilia Burke. Tilly. Tilly.
0: They Tilly Nelly? Kill people Tilly. Tilly. Poor Nelly? She like lost but, her children. But did she? I don't think she did. Were they in it? I don't think they were. what
1: would Tilly, why would Tilly need to kill? Cuz she said Nelly's... something.
0: What Nelly say to her? I don't
1: know. Tilly said, I'll give her to some other uh, way.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nellie was like, get a divorce, right? Oh, yeah. So she seemed, like, logical. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like, okay, let's say that she wasn't in on it, and Tilly got mad at her for some reason, or not, because apparently she just, like, murdered people. So let's say that she just, like, murdered this woman's children and grandchildren, then ended up in prison with her, where she tormented her by being like, Oh, you're gonna die! Today. I mean,
1: okay, yeah, she did seem to get a lot of enjoyment from telling people they were gonna die. So yeah. there's that note, but I want to say, I mean, she was getting money from all these guys, so that was like the joy of like,
0: I'm gonna kill you and get your money. Why would Nellie kill anyone? I don't know. I don't think she did.
1: Maybe Nellie liked. Nellie
0: had no the, motive. True. To kill I her, mean, her that own we know children. Of. I mean that's true. This is an old. These are story. just
1: the or- articles that I've read. The feeling that I get, yeah,
0: the gut feeling, and God is telling me, and also the Google uh, machine.
1: Google and God.
0: Um, is I just don't.
1: When someone says
0: you're going to die, she soon. seemed like so <laughs> creepy and gross. I wouldn't put it past yeah. her to be the only one. Uh... <laughs> I feel like she's was, she was the one that's telling everyone that she was doing it. Like I feel it, like she was doing it, and it
1: happens so often. The tossed salad and the scrambled egg.
0: A tossed salad, a scrambled egg.
1: The tossed salad. A
0: tossed salad.
1: And the scrambled egg.
0: A scrambled egg. She just seemed, like, very unstable.
1: (laughs) (laughs) To say the least.
0: And, ew, just saying it all the time in a chipper (laughs) voice. She may be scrambled, I don't know.
1: I could see a touch of a scramble.
0: Like, she's got I at mean, least a to touch. She's got, scramble. like,
1: enough of it together where she's apparently, like, able to get all these men willing to marry her. So she's able to keep it together to a degree.
0: Yeah, but she wasn't charming or attractive. She was squat.
1: She was squat. So what was you know, she offering
0: these men? I'm
1: offended. <laughs> I'm often described as squat.
0: People describe you as squat? I like
1: stout. Yeah.
0: You're like a good stout.
1: They actually, you know what they say? Oh,
0: what do they say? Sturdy. Oh, you can't (laughs) knock him over.
1: Yeah, Weebles wobble, but they don't fall down.
0: They call her the wall. You can't (laughs) knock her over. Well, I could knock her over. No, you can't knock her over.
1: What is that from?
0: Arrested Development with Anne. (laughs) We want Egg to play, Anne. (laughs) Egg. They call her the wall. (laughs) I mean, I could knock her Uh, down. No.
1: So, yeah.
0: Oh, that was creepy. Just the voice that you gave so her. So excited. Ew.
1: Well, they literally like the the description was were the descriptions were like she would say in a cheery like sing song voice like Ew. you're going to die soon. Ew. <laughs> Ew. But she's psych- so. Do you think she's psychic? She
0: was for sure psychic. She was predicting her own mm-hmm. behavior. <laughs> she let me say this. She was as psychic mm-hmm. as Renee Bach was wow, uh, a doctor, a savior, a doctor, a doctor, yeah, so. a doctor, yeah. Yeah, 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 just as qualified, yeah, they both had the clinical coats and the arsenic, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and now for the portion that we like to call Craminy 6, where we tell you silly stories about crime that make you forget the terrible things we just told you. I'm gonna tell you some weird stories. Okay. Um. Time so for they're gonna make sakes. you say "crime in his sakes." Yeah. They're not like a hundred percent hilarious, but they're gonna oh, make you say. I don't
0: want to hear it unless it's one. Hundred percent. They're still gonna make, hilarious.
1: You are going to say.
0: I Crime I... In his sakes. Oh. Are you kidding me? Oh. Okay. 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 All right. right. Mhm.
1: Sexual fetishes no. are any
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Sexual fetishes are anything but unheard of, and some of them can actually be pretty weird.
0: Yeah, yeah, no shit. Yeah. <laughs>
1: but this taxi driver from Osaka, Japan, took his fantasy to a completely different level. When he started drugging female passengers <gasps> so they'd urinate in his taxi. <gasps> And fulfill his sexual desires.
0: Oh, that's just rude.
1: Forty-one-year-old <laughs> Toshiko Nishi reportedly laced crackers. Which, first of all, you get into a taxi. Yeah, and they're if like, you're
0: accepting crackers from crackers. a taxi driver. <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of on you. Mm.
1: Uh, they were laced with diuretics.
0: Wait, when is it, where is this happening? In Japan. Maybe it's a diff- Maybe it's like when you pay for a taxi. You, you expect get, You get snack too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, but I would never eat. I would not... a cracker offered by anyone yeah, in a car.
0: I don't think I'd take it. An I mean, offered you would, cracker. It would have either. to be
1: packaged and sealed, like yeah, you know, just, a, just a random cracker. Yeah. So
0: like eating. Is it like, like a
1: plate, crackers. or are they just handing you a cracker? You think I like don't a, know.
0: Container crackers they're just, like, pass back the container like you want nope, some. just
1: say no to crackers also, like, back to you. Also,
0: like, you need something with mm. that cracker. It's like, I'm it's not going to It's going to be gonna real dry. Crackers. Yeah, where's yeah. the
1: water? I don't know. Or the
0: cheese. But you know what? You put on a cheese board? A little
1: brie, Maybe a then. little wine. Anyway. Okay. He would lace these crackers with diuretics. How? I don't know, droplets? And then he would offer them to his female passengers. <gasps> when the passenger would ask if he could pull over so he could use a restroom... Nishi allegedly refused their request, instead insisting they relieve themselves then and there in the taxi.
0: That's awful.
1: Nishi was uh, uh, eventually arrested in May of 2014 after being suspected of committing a violent act, which stemmed from an October complaint filed by a passenger who said Nishi wouldn't allow her to use a toilet. Police went on to recover over 50 videos of women peeing themselves in his taxi.
0: Why couldn't they get out of the... Taxi.
1: He would lock the doors. <gasps> of his strange and gross crime, Nishi explained to police, "I got excited by watching women trying to withstand the urge to urinate."
0: Oh, that's awful.
1: Isn't that fun?
0: No, that's like <laughs> so bad. <laughs> so
1: bad. But didn't it make you say, "Crime and sakes"?
0: Oh, I guess, but not in a fun way. No. This is another bummer. Are they all bummer? I'll tell you another
1: one that's funner.
0: Okay. Tell me a funner bummer. More
1: funner. It's going to be well good and it's funner. More funner,
0: less bummer, please. Funner bummer. Yeah.
1: Someone was apparently pretty desperate for anti-aging supplies. Uh Uh-oh. Police in Sugarland, Texas, say that around 8.25 p.m. on this Friday... A woman wearing yoga pants and driving a Mercedes SUV used a power saw to break into (gasps) Botox RN Med Spa. (gasps) Surveillance videos show her cutting through the glass of a window to get in, Whoa! then leaving with the aforementioned anti-aging products in hand. CBS Dallas Fort Worth reports, she looks like the average soccer mom in a Mercedes trying to break into your business owner <laughs> owner, Alonzo oh, yeah, Perez you know, when you just see the soccer moms breaking into business, That's pretty typical. Alonzo Perez tells KTRK he is personally offering a $5,000 reward for information leading to her capture. Mm. She made off with an estimated $1,000 in products. But I bet she looks 12 now.
0: She looks great. I mean...
1: Can you imagine?
0: Look, you can't her use skin. that description because she looks. You have to do an age regression on her face.
1: Uh, amazing.
0: Wow, all for some Botox.
1: Yeah, you want to hear something else? It's like
0: a thousand dollars isn't that much either. Like you could probably get cheaper Botox elsewhere. She
1: was desperate. Okay. Yeah, clearly. You don't know what it's like to be a soccer mom who doesn't get their Botox.
0: Right. I mean, you just get wrinkles again, right? You
1: get wrinkles. Bad. You got kids, you got wrinkles. I mean. Go hand in hand.
0: I got a cat and I got wrinkles. (sighs) That's what happens.
1: (laughs) Plus, if you're a soccer mom, you're out in the field, you're getting the sun. No,
0: you gotta wear a hat. You gotta wear
1: a hat. And some
0: sunscreen. A tarp. Speaking of sunscreen... Speaking
1: of sunscreen! <laughs> oh my gosh, Humble Bee Herbal has come out with a new thing that's really cool. It's sunscreen in a tube. It's sunscreen in a, in a tube. tube but, it's, but it's
0: like a paper tube. It's not like a
1: toothpaste tube. It's right, like it's not a, plastic.
0: It's like cardboard it's paper. It's like you rub stuff. it on. It's like yes. a solid yeah. sunscreen
1: that you just rub on. Yeah. And it's not all liquidy and gross. It's not going to get all over your nice, hands. And it's all natural. Yeah. Super dope. Good stuff. I tried it out. Yeah. swimming in the pool. Yeah. It was nice. good.
0: Looks like it worked.
1: Very nice. Anyway, do you want to know one? about, um... Well, I just thought I should tell you yeah, about this, more. um... So, the Grace Richardson Conservation Area in Cornfield, Connecticut...
0: Cornfield? Okay,
1: I read that wrong. It was Fairfield.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I want <lost> to <a> Cornfield. <laughs> I'd be like... Down in Cornfield, Kansas! Kansas. Kansas.
1: No, no, sorry. Read that wrong. Maybe I wanted it to say Cornfield. Fairfield. Fairfield, Connecticut. Oh,
0: they have a Fairfield in Connecticut, too? Mm -hmm. It's
1: where locals go to commune with nature and enjoy wildlife.
0: Oh, commune with nature. Though. That makes me think of naked. Oh!
1: Interesting (laughs) you should say that. Because wildlife may have a double meaning for some. Oh! Per the oh. Connecticut Post, reports of lewd and sexual oh, activity no. started making their way to police earlier this month. When cops went to conduct surveillance, several violations oh, were no. observed and six people were arrested, into, including two octogen- Octogenarians? octogenarians! You know what that means? Yeah,
0: old people.
1: People in their 80s.
0: Oh, shit.
1: Richard and Joyce Butler, 82 and 85 respectively, were charged with breach of peace. The New York Post IDs them as husband and wife. Oh, as was 62-year-old Otto Williams <gasps> oh and Charles Arguito, 75, Whoa. and Daniel Dobbs, 67, and 62-year-old John Lennertz,
0: got hit with
1: a public indecency charge as well.
0: <gasps> Uh-oh.
1: At least two of the accused are pushing back on allegations. The butlers, who tell the smoking gun that the they
0: butlers. were just
1: sitting in a car oh my to get God. a little air, <laughs> was... per Joyce...
0: Well, you got to air out all your skin.
1: Richard is even more indignant about their arrest, noting he uses a walker and hasn't had sex in maybe ten years. (laughs) He said, I got no blood flow. Oh, no. (laughs) I got three doctors that would back me up. Oh, no. He says the police pulled them over as they were driving out of the park. Meanwhile, the post they
0: were driving out of the park naked. I
1: don't know. I assume they saw they saw them oh, fraternizing, okay. and then as they were driving yeah. away, they pulled them over.
0: Right. Okay.
1: Um. And then. Oh
0: my god. The
1: post notes that Dobbs was arrested once before on a similar charge Uh-oh. in 2017. He was found by cops unclothed in his oh. car, though he says he was naked for medical reasons. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what are those reasons? <laughs> they didn't say. I need to know what those reasons say. are. It's airing out. I need to know. All
1: six arrested in the recent bust were released oh. on their promise to appear in court. Were they like related? Was it like
0: related? Do you think? Oh, that's just like the hot spot for older people. Yeah, I think that was just the
1: hot spot where these couples were hooking up. Oh,
0: my God. He's like always (laughs) naked in his car for medical reasons.
1: Look, I haven't had sex in maybe 10 years. I (laughs) I ain't got no blood flow. I've lost
0: lost count of how many years. I got three doctors who I've told about this.
1: (laughs) I can get a doctor's note. No blood flowing down there.
0: It does not reach all the way down there.
1: And I would say to him, sir, it does not take a penis to have sex. Well. So.
0: It does when you need to be naked for medical medical reasons. That's
1: (laughs) true. I forgot about his medical reasons in the two seconds. I need to know what those
0: reasons are. (laughs) I just can't even imagine. Uh. Right, there are no. You're reasons. in a park
1: naked in your car yeah, for yeah. medical reasons.
0: What are the reasons? Um,
1: you are, your body is swelling up, and you needed to take the clothes off before they rip because they're your favorite clothes.
0: Why is your body swelling? Medical so much? reasons. <laughs> too much salt. Uh, I feel like you'd shrivel.
1: Oh, too much water.
0: <laughs> oh, I don't just... know.
1: Too much blood. No, nope. he trans- doesn't have the blood flow. You got flow. a blood transfusion. Look, no, no. You know he didn't why he doesn't have the blood flow? flow? Why does he have the because blood flow? he got a blood transfusion yeah. in Uganda yeah. from this chick who said she was a doctor. Right. Didn't give him enough blood.
0: Blood does not reach down there. No. it's only got, got up a half. here. He only got yeah, a half down there. Yeah.
1: Phil. Because <laughs> 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 they're used to just giving it to babies. So right. the baby's It'd just a little far bit less, blood. less. Right. Yes. Yeah. So you only got half. Okay. Okay. There you go.
0: Yeah, he like traded blood with a baby. Basically. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That seems right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's fact. Oh my god. Ugh. Okay. Well, thanks for listening to a whole nother week. We are patting ourselves on the back for making it this far.
1: We're so proud of ourselves, and it's like not we the conscious so accomplishment.
0: <laughs> Do not diminish our accomplishments.
1: Uh, I am very proud. Okay. I'm
0: about to cry. I'm so oh. proud.
1: You are getting a little teary eyed. Is, is that a
0: tear? A little tear. Oh. Uh, oh no! Wait, you... that's blood. Did you just get a blood transfusion? No. Oh, jeez. Okay. No, my blood doesn't flow anyway.
1: I ain't got no blood flow down there.
0: I have three doctors that can vouch for that.
1: It's true. Doctors' notes. We'll post mm-hmm. our doctors' notes.
0: But I do need to sit in my car naked for medical reasons.
1: Yeah, yeah. Valid. Yeah. Valid. It's,
0: it has to do with the blood. You just you wouldn't knows. understand. You know you what? Understand.
1: HIPAA, you can't ask.
0: You cannot ask. Yeah. You, I could give you the notes. But. But I will not. I don't have to. Because you're not allowed you're not to allowed ask to. about them. Hmm. I get it. Yeah. Well. Well, anyway, I was wrapping <clears> up.
1: Wrapping up. Yep, sorry. Yeah,
0: thanks uh, for listening. Another week and
1: Yeah, um if you have any comments, anything you want to tell us, any cases you want us you to cover, any
0: If thanks, you have any criminies that funny, you want to weird, share, weird
1: s- any kind of thing that makes you say
0: crimey
1: What's um, happening
0: in your hometown or local paper?
1: Yeah, let us know at criminypodcast at gmail.com. Um check out our Instagram at crimeypodcast. And
0: rate, review, subscribe. Rate, review, subscribe.
1: Like <laughs> Give us five stars. Please. Preferably. And check out Humblebee Herbal. They are awesome. Yeah. Humblebeeherbal.com. Yeah. Check Buy some out. soaps. Clean yourself up, nasty. Wow. You think they caught on the mic?
0: Is it still recording? Yeah. Ew. <laughs>